Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 86th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. This hand is from a $1,000 buy-in World Series of Poker event. The World Series of Poker is just around the corner, and I am starting to think about how to play against a lot of the players I'm going to be seeing on a regular basis in those games. So, in this hand, the blinds are 50-100. This is very early in a $1,000 event. I have four two of hearts in the big blind. So, four two of hearts is typically not a good hand. I'm going to be folding to pretty much any raise, unless there's a raise and a bunch of callers. As you'll typically see, though, in World Series of Poker events, and a lot of smaller stakes events, there are a bunch of limpers. So in this hand, the third position player limps, fourth position player limps, hijack limps, cutoff limps, button limps, small blind limps, then it's on me with four two of hearts. And some players raise in this spot thinking they're going to steal the pot a lot of the time, and maybe that's true. I mean, if you can put in a 1,000 and just steal this pot almost every time, that's not so bad. And I bet that's going to be a profitable play. But especially in World Series of Poker events, I try to take the lower variance approach and see a lot of flops and a lot of turns and a lot of rivers. And you do that by not building a gigantic pot preflop with garbage. So I just check. Pot is 700. The flop comes 10, 5, 3. The 5 and the 3 are hearts. So I have a straight draw and a flush draw, a straight flush draw. <laughs> so I need an ace of hearts in particular, or a six of hearts. That is what I need. So in this situation, the small blind, a 40-year-old player, bets 300. So now the question becomes, should I raise or should I call? I'm not folding. Um, folding would be out of the question. This hand is way too good for that. I think calling in this scenario is the best play. And the reason for that is, is because if I raise... You have to think what's going to happen if my opponents have good hands. Imagine someone has ace-10, and I make it 900. That player's probably just going to re-raise or go all-in, or perhaps call, but even then it's not like I'm going to make that person fold. So it's hard to make a really good hand fold. What if they have a good draw? What if they're sitting here with ace... I don't know, maybe ace-six um, of hearts. Are they going to fold that to a raise? Definitely not. What if they have, like, king-queen of hearts? Are they going to fold that to a raise? Definitely not. So if I raise and people continue, it's either going to be with strong-made hands or strong draws. And even though I have a straight flush draw, I still have the nut low at the moment. And also, a lot of the time, if I am against something like a set or a better draw, I'm actually in very bad shape. So this is a spot where I just need to call and see what develops. I think raising here would be a pretty big disaster. Also, when you call, you let your opponents continue with stuff like pocket nines and jack 10 and ace five and whatnot. And whenever you have a draw, you want to keep your opponents in when they're drawing thin assuming you get there. Sometimes you will let in other draws, like 6-4, for example, would be a better straight draw. And maybe hand like 8-7 of hearts would have folded if I raised. But you don't want to look at like the best case scenario. You want to look at what's going to happen in the worst case scenario, the regular-ish case scenario, and try to think about how the hand's going to play out. So anyway, I call. And then, to my surprise, low jack, high jack, cutoff, button, all call. Okay, so what does that mean? Most likely, I'm against a range of draws, and notice I currently have the worst draw, so that's not good. Marginal made hands and strong made hands. Marginal made hands are all drawing pretty much dead here. Um, they're drawing dead to the strong made hands and or to the draws. But someone in this pot has the best hand, and it is a reasonable made hand most likely. But I have to be aware that I could be against better straight draws and better flush draws, so I have to proceed with a lot of caution here. Turns to seven of hearts. So we make a flush. That's pretty good. Guy in the small blind checks. So now I have to ask, should I value bet this? I think most players, 
especially in the smaller stakes games, are hyper aware of when a flush card comes in a multi-way pot, that someone could have that. And for that reason, I think if I bet this in this scenario, most people are going to fold unless they have a set or a straight. Probably no one has a set, given the current the, the flop action. Someone could have 6-4, but also notice, if anyone has a flush, they're never going to fold. So for that reason, I think I need to check this. And I think I would strongly consider check folding this, especially if there's a bet and a call. If there's a bet and a call in the spot, if I get any sort of vibe that one of my, player, my, my opponents like their hands, I'm just going to fold. And this is a situation where a lot of amateur players mess up. They splash around with bad hands like 4-2, suited, make a flush, and then lose all of their chips. So, of course, by checking, maybe it checks through, and then on the river, the river pairs the board, or the river brings another heart, and I end up not getting any value for my hand or losing the pot. And that's okay. You have to recognize we have put in 400 chips. 400 chips is not very much. And if we lose this pot, it's really not that big of a deal. So I'm going to check this and see what develops. It goes check, 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 check. Everyone checks around. Okay, so at this point, I feel like I have the best hand almost every time. I assume no one has a flush. And if they do have a flush at this point, it's almost certainly a bad flush. So if I bet, they're probably only going to call anyway on the river. So the river is a six. Not really the card I want, because now if someone has a hand like Jack-10, they are never going to call. So that's a little bit unfortunate, but I still think I need to bet. Someone could easily have a random four in their hand for a straight. So I want to bet relatively small here to hopefully just try to get called by someone who has a marginal made hand. I think a bet of around 1,200 is pretty good. Maybe a bet of even 1,000. If I got the vibe that someone made a straight on this river, and this does happen sometimes when you are playing live poker, like you'll see the six come and someone will get visibly excited. And if they weren't excited on the three flush board and they get excited on the six, it kind of implies they have a straight. If you see that happen, I'd be more inclined to bet larger, something like 2,100. Because I don't really expect anyone to fold a straight in this scenario. So if you think someone has a straight for whatever reason, you should consider betting larger. So if I'm going to bet here, it's going to be one of those two sizes. And I don't know what I did in this spot, but it's going to be based on reads a lot of the time. Either the re- a good read that someone has a hand they like or a lack of reads. I bet 2100 which kind of makes me think that I assume someone at this table had a hand they liked. But they all folded. So... I definitely think 2100 is a bad default bet. Like, I would definitely not bet that every single time in this spot as my regular bet. But in if I got the, the read that someone had something they liked, I would make that bet. And, you know, whenever you get a read and it doesn't work out, I'm not going to say that means you made a bad read, but, you know, it kind of does. This is a spot where you make a play or adjust your play based on what you think someone else is going to do. And then if they fail to do that, it kind of implies you made a bad read. And so you need to make a point to learn from that. Of course, I, like say you know that in general, people perk up in their chairs whenever a card comes to help them, but not all the time. Say I know a guy perks up, or say I know people perk up every single time they have a good hand, but then you know, like half the time when they don't have a good hand, just for no real, ran- no real reason. If you see someone perk up, you should probably go ahead and adjust your play and make the larger bets. Even though the fact that they perked up does not necessarily mean that they have a good hand, it just uh, generally more indicates that they have a good hand. And well, sometimes they're not. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Make sure you sign up for the free webinar series I'm putting on for you all. You can sign up at holdenbook.com slash live. Most of the authors from my best-selling book, Excelling at No Limit Hold'em, will be doing a free webinar for you. 
and I am excited to have the opportunity to present them. I hope you enjoy them. Let me know what you think. And if you enjoy this webinar, please leave a review or like the video wherever you are consuming this. Let, let me know that you like it by you know, leaving a review and leave a, leave a rating. That would be very beneficial for me. Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. Good luck in your games, and I will talk to you next week.